Hey, hello there, everyone, and welcome to the 20th episode of From Across the Pond. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, James. Welcome, James, to this show. It's a milestone. It's a milestone. 20 episodes. So that's at least 20 weeks that we've been talking together about our stuff that happens from across the pond. Yes. Life. Life as we know it. But yeah, 20 episodes. Amazing. And we still have at least 20 more to go, I guess. (laughs) At least. We're still we're still on on track. I believe we're having um, a break after this week, aren't we? Because we've uh, kind of hit season two. Yeah, yeah. But thing. we'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back shortly with season mm. three, I guess. Yes. Gonna yes. I'm actually doing that with the podcast um, hosting thing that we use, like in terms of organizing them all into actual episode seasons and stuff. So should look a bit better then. Hopefully, when we get into season three. So yeah. Yes. Maybe we can have like a team next season. Like. Mm. Mm. Ideas, ideas. Yes. As always, we're going to discuss one subject uh, as a main subject later in the episode. And this episode is going to be inspirations. Mm-hmm. But again, as always, we always start with our news of the week. So, James, yes. what was your news of the week? My news of the week um, is my storage solution for my movies, which I've done. I saw it. Yeah, a bit of a tour of my room, and I've been working hard on it. And yeah, I'm just my movies and building a collection. I'm just really excited for the channel that I've been doing. And I kind of took a bit of a backseat over the last week because I uploaded like five days ago. And my subscribers, like every day I go on, it just seems to be like a new person on. So it's, it's just really good that it's just growing without me even posting for like a few days. It's a, it's so, a natural um, growth. Yeah, yeah. And I just assumed like on oh, my latest video is like usually the Blu-ray Hunter videos do really well anyway, but that was getting loads of views and I was thinking they're coming from there, but they're not. Like when I go into the data, then they're not subscribing in the latest video. They're subscribing in other videos mm. now. So it's, it's just nice that it's got this like mature growth going on at the moment. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. I got some big things planned. I'm heading to London next Monday and um, I'm going to London for like four hours just to go Blu-ray hunting to ah. do a video. So uh, I find those quite entertaining to watch the the Blu-ray hunting videos when you go to like yeah. CEX or yeah other stores. Yeah, I do try and f- I need to try and film a bit more. I think when I'm in there because sometimes I just there's more of me talking afterwards about the stuff. And when I look at the analytics, like some people, they don't they they miss me going through each film. Mm-hmm. They just want to see what I've got at, right at the end. So I kind of need to make that a bit more fun, but um. Yeah, I, I'm super excited to go to London just to do people in stores. Do people in those stores like do they say something when you're filming there, or they're like, yeah, well, asking you what nobody, you're doing? Or yeah, nobody really knows I'm filming, so yeah, I'm sad next to some people, but nobody really knows. I guess I don't know if you know this, but like I actually just record in the store. I don't talk when I'm in the store. Ah, I talk. I, I talk after. I record it when I come home. Ah, the audio. So it's a voiceover. So I I literally edit it down in the timeline and then I record on voice memos on my phone, just holding my phone, ah, easy, okay. and then just insert that audio so over the. So thing. you use voice memos to still make it sound like you're. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ah. So I know yeah. everyone I talk to, my mates and stuff, are watching, and they're like, "Oh, I didn't, you know, I just thought you." I didn't filmed, know either. Yeah. No, it's like a special um, behind the scenes look at the. Yeah. Yeah. The editing of your videos. Yeah. So I'm in the store, I'm not talking, I just literally hold my phone up, shielding myself from the, the customer, you know, the 
people or or whatever um but yeah i think i've seen people online say the reason why they don't let you take photos of stuff especially in places like cdx is because inside the cases is digital codes mm. um so that people could take photos of digital codes they may be used may not be used but that's one of the reasons why and that they probably got a good leg to stand on there because i've used digital codes from them before mm-hmm. that work so yeah but um I don't film inside the cases. No, I'm just filming no. the case. So uh, yeah, yeah, that and the movie stuff's going well. I'm, I've done what you did as well. Like I said to you before the show, like I'm doing a unlimited cinema thing now, where I pay monthly if I can go to the cinema as many times as I want. So excited for that. 24 hours it takes to activate. So tomorrow I'll be booking stuff. So it's all going well movie wise. I'm just loving it. Well, speaking about movies, uh, that's one of my subjects I wanted to discuss because I saw the Suicide Squad and I haven't seen your review yet. So I'm okay. I mean, this is what you thought about it. Personally, mm-hmm. I, I I loved it. It's been a while Same. since I've loved a comic book movie this much. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was... Looking back at it, I, I liked the Snyder Cut, but I just found it a bit too long. It's not like something I would watch again soon. Yeah. Uh, Black Widow was okay, but nothing more than that. It was like a bit bland for my taste. What else have we had over the last few? Like Spider-Man Far From Home, same. It's like, it's okay, but it's not like my favorite Uh, Mm Spider-Man. What else have we got from DC over the last few? Oh, Wonder Woman 84 was like, okay-ish. Like, pretty bad sometimes. But man, The Suicide Squad, I loved, loved, loved loved it. It was like, this is like a film I want. Like, good camera work, good writing, fun characters... It doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, no I love it. it. There's no prisoners. It's just done really well. It's, it's, comical again. it's extremely it's over awesome. the top, but it knows it. It's like, yeah, yeah I loved it. I don't know what yeah. you thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I rated it quite highly yeah, on my on my channel. Um, I think I gave it 8 out of 10, um, which is quite high for my, my uh, reviews. But um, yeah, no... Really enjoyed it. I thought like Idris Elba was fantastic, as well as um, Margot Robbie, obviously. As always, they, they just they just. I, I was going into it thinking that you know will she be as good as before, but she just nailed it again. Like it's just her role in it. She can't have anyone else there. So uh, no, I love like me... that they got like Sylvester Stallone as well to mm. voice like a shark, yeah. and at one point the shark is just like ooh, ooh, ooh. I was like imagining yeah. like Sylvester Stallone of all people like sitting in a. <laughs> Recording booths, just going like, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is great. <laughs> it did have um, Guns of the Galaxy vibes for me, which is not a bad thing. No, like, I feel like the King King Shark is is Groot, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And like, there was there was little elements of that, but I, I I saw the resemblance, but then again, I was like, this I, this felt like James Gunn unleashed. It's like Guardians. Yeah. More Guardians 1 than 2, in, in my opinion, because I think I prefer Guardians 2 to Guardians 1. Guardians 1, yeah, you same. really feel still like the, the 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 studio, like saying like, no, you have to put this in it, like the Infinity yeah. Stones, and you have to put this, this in it, and that has to connect with this. Guardians mm-hmm. 2 feels more like a film to me, and that's why I prefer yeah. it more. And I think it's also, that's one thing I prefer Guardians 2 over the Suicide Squad. Guardians 2, like the emotions worked for me as well yeah and the suicide squad doesn't really have it and it it's not a movie that should have mm-hmm. it but that still made me prefer guardians 2 over it yeah but then again i love the cast like idris elba was great i love yeah. john cena oh yeah margot robbie great. great as mm-hmm. always 
I liked mm-hmm. Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag even, which yeah, I didn't yeah, care yeah, for him at all in the original Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. No, it was good. I loved. Was really it. Good. I, I don't know what the actress was called, but I really liked Ratcatcher too as well. Oh yeah, Viola did. Davis was great, but she mm. was in the first one as well. So yeah. uh, I loved it. I, I might see it again. Even that's how much yeah. I liked it. And then on the other no, hand, I I really really didn't like Jungle Cruise, which was a movie I was really looking Whoa. forward to. Oh my god! I actually I seen it twice. <laughs> seen oh it man, twice. I hated. I I kind of hated it in some aspects. Mm. I really enjoyed it. Really, really enjoyed it. I saw it twice. My brother wanted to go somewhere with him. I went obviously the weekend it came out for the video, but no, I, I did enjoy it. Like I, I can't wait to watch it with my girlfriend now. I, I did. It's, it's a family thing. I think you know what it's gonna be. You know, what I mean, you kind of know. It's yeah, gonna be a bit still, of a... but like comparing it to like, well, this, compared to this, to like Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one is like, mm. like I hated the editing in in Jungle Cruise. Like it was like a shot couldn't last for more like one second, and they would like cut even with in like a dialogue scene. And then I. I do a lot of editing myself, and that's maybe heard it for me because, like, I noticed it. Hmm. But also, like, it had like the most, the like, I was like amazed as like a straight guy. I was like amazed at like how stereotypical of a gay person that brother of Emily Blunt was. Yeah, I was like, I would, I, I, I found it like offensive for like people who are LGBTQ. It's like he's like screaming and like, oh, he has all the luggage, and oh, he doesn't want his clothes to get wet and. Mm-hmm. And then there's one scene in the movie that actually, where he talks about it, but it's like a scene that's just made so they can just cut it out for China and like, oh no, I hate, like I I've, I found it like okay-ish, like worse than say stuff like Black Widow or One Woman 84 when I went, left out of when I left the theater. But the more I think about it, the more I start to hate it. So mm. I like Jesse Plemons mm. it. Plemons in it though, and The yeah. Rock and Emily Blunt are always good. Yeah, but yeah, no, that was really disappointing because I was really looking forward to it because I love the ride in Disneyland and I really like like the Pirates films and stuff like that. So, but yeah, interesting, interesting take, interesting take. Uh, speaking about interesting takes, before we get to the main subject, I wanted to discuss something because it's been mm-hmm. it's been quite a, a big controversy uh, worldwide. As a listener of the show, you probably know that both James and I are pretty big Apple fans. And there has been a story over the last week about Apple. Well, yeah, it's uh, for the people who don't know, they're with the new iOS updates coming in the fall, iOS 15, and also macOS, like all the new software. Apple's going to be adding a database of photos that are known to be, um, yeah, well. I don't know if we can say the word in this podcast. We might get censored, but they're like not very nice movies of children that people, well, yeah, they should be in jail for. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can speak like that and you can know what it is. Yeah. Apple's working together with an organization in the US that has like a database of these pictures and they have made like a list of like hashes from the photos to see if they're linked. So uh, what I've read is like a hash is like, it's sort of like an interpreter for a photo. So the actual images aren't on your phone, but like an interpretation of it is. And that interpretation can be matched to photos on your phone. And if they match, Apple will review it manually. And if they are indeed that material, they will link it to the authorities. And there's been a lot of controversy about this because it says, well, yeah, it, it implies that Apple now has like a backdoor 
to check your photos and what all uh, news articles are saying is like, oh, Apple's going to scan all of your photos, which is not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, they already do that on the phone for your photos app to see if you have like a dog on it or whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people are really now clamoring like, oh, all your photos are going to be seen by Apple. It's not; it's still encrypted, but it's like compared to a database. But I'm I'm not too fussed about this. I am more worried about implications if this stuff gets expanded to countries that don't really hold our Western values, so to say. But I'm wondering mm. how you feel about that. See, I'm all for it when I saw saw the headline. Um, I'm one of these that I'd upload anything. I trust Apple with my data more than anyone. So Yeah, me too. Everything is everything in, in my iCloud drive, all my documents, you know, passport scanned in you know, all, everything I need, you know, is, is in iCloud Drive. Um, all my photos, everything like that as well in iCloud. So I'm, I'm really into the into the thing. And if they want to use this for good, as you say, it's a good thing. Um, because, you know, the, the intentions, I guess, of what they've announced from my first reaction was, well, surely it's a good thing. Because, you know, if you can catch criminals, you know, on their devices, then, you know, it's a, it's a good thing. Because... <laughs> Whatever part of society you're in, or whatever country you're in, it's damn right wrong having those images on your phone, regardless. So I guess that's maybe that maybe that's why it's, um, I guess, this category of images or videos or whatever it is, because they I think they're just jointly wrong. You shouldn't. Nobody should have anything like that on their phone at all. Yeah. That's the thing I I also feel like people are saying like, well, it's more privacy. You should have the right, but it's like. It's criminal to have this stuff in possession, so mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. a weird take to say like I should have the right to have this. It's like you don't. So this is a wrong, really, really twisted thing. Yeah. Not like, and I don't think you could, you could, you couldn't say like. I think there's a reason why it's not. There's the it's the child stuff rather than the, um, I guess adult stuff because you know, online, you know, certain websites there's basically like a streaming sort of thing. Yeah. So. You know, it, so the, I think it's that's why it's quite targeted as the as we say children. It's damn right wrong and it's damn right twisted if people have. It's that. Ill, it's illegal at all. It's yeah. like it's criminal. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's also probably criminal to, I guess, murder. And if you had photos of murder on your phone, again, that would be wrong and weird. But they they don't scan it for it. But with murder, it's a bit of an overlap because you may have like a photo from a movie on there or like yeah. a screenshot or like somebody holding a gun or. Yeah, that, that's all thing. Because at first I thought, like, as soon as they saw, as like the the algorithm matched the photo, they would immediately contact the authorities. But apparently, then then Apple manually watches the photo and determines mm. if it's like, if it's like valid or not. But apparently, like the rates or the chance that it's incorrectly like labels it as such is like one in trillion or something. So it's yeah. it's extremely low. But like the thing I fear is like. You know, we've seen with Apple that in certain countries, well, the biggest one being China, that they're over there, like the iCloud backups are stored in China because they have to, and the Chinese government has access to them if they want to. That's not over here in Europe. That's not in the States. That's only over there. So my fear with this is, although Apple has denied this, is that, let's say, uh, China wants to ban 
uh, or like want to report people that have pictures of like the concentration camps that they have on their phone. Or yeah. Russia wants to report people who have LGBTQ pictures on their phone or, or like the rainbow flag or something. And like if, if say like the Chinese government says like, well, Apple, you're going to have to implement this or you're not going to be able to sell iPhones here. That's where the danger lies, in my opinion. Because yeah. they have set a precedent now that they can do it. Mm. And then again, like that doesn't directly impact us because I don't think that... Well, in my case, the European European Union would say, like, Apple, we want you to locate uh, photos of, I don't know, like, well, say LGBTQ people. Like, I don't, yeah, I know for sure the European Union won't say that. But that's where the danger is, because it it doesn't really implement us directly if that happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, the governments in those countries already suppress, like, stuff like that already, so... Yeah, it's, it, it's I'm 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 not really sure how to feel about it because I I guess I'm more on Apple's side because I think their intentions are good and I believe I trust them that they've handled it correctly. But there is a certain danger to it, in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's it, like you said, it's they've got the technology there now, and I guess you're concerned that if it gets in the wrong hands, it's now possible. Is it going to send red flags to, to people like Putin and? Kim Jong Un and yeah. you know, whatever, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, well, we can do this now. We can do that." It it also doesn't help that Apple has like expressed themselves as like the private company, yeah, and like with slogans like "What happens on your iPhone stays on your iPhone." Like if Google did this, it would still be there would still be outcries, but it wouldn't be as big as Apple does it now because Apple is like, well, even like advertising themselves as like the private uh, mm-hmm. phone company. It's like a new BlackBerry yeah. in that way, because BlackBerry mm. had that as well. Yeah, difficult subject. I wanted to br- bring it yeah, up because I thought I was interested in your opinion about it. Mm. Yeah, I think um, we've got we've definitely got an Apple episode coming up in the future in terms of a subject. So we maybe we can have a think about it, see how it develops over the next few weeks, and readdress it definitely then because uh, there's a lot. I'm sure there'll be a lot that'll come out of this in the next few weeks. Sure. I think so too. So let's round this off and go to our main subject. And we're going to talk about inspirations this week. Mm-hmm. I've prepared three questions for you, James. Four, okay. actually. Sorry. Um, oh, no, three. <laughs> I misread. Three questions. And the first one is, what is something that can inspire you? What, what, what sometimes makes you feel inspired? Mm. Depends what it is. But... One of the biggest things for me, as I touched on at the beginning, is YouTube. Like, whenever I watch a YouTuber and, like, how they they may have edited a video in a certain way or got a shot in a vlog that I think is pretty cool or I want to film a vlog. Do you mean? I want to, I just get, like, the itch to do it, especially if I haven't done, like, my main channel and my vlogs for a while. And that's one of the reasons, I guess, why my videos have suffered on my main channel, my travel vlogs, because of COVID. Nobody's traveled haven't really been watching anyone vlog because everyone's been home. So I, what I find with my YouTube is when my favorite YouTubers would take a break to say Casey and I start, mm-hmm. you know, stop vlogging, I stopped vlogging mm. because I wasn't watching a video that I was aspiring to try and make or make, you know, be inspired by then to create that each day. So um, for you, for me, for YouTube, it's just, just being around there. 
like right now in the movie stuff, I'm just in the community. I'm just trying to get to know many people as I can, and just I'm being on. I've been on live streams trying to get my name out there. I've got another one in in September, so I'm just trying to be part of it and just be a little fly, annoying fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like commenting on people's videos, liking every now and again, and all that stuff. So I think inspiring is just other people like massively inspire me. Like with even just with work as well, like career and other things like I look at my manager and just think I want to be like you one day type thing and aim for your role like you know your thing so for me massively other people just really inspire me yeah what about yourself I'm I'm, I'm really good like music is something that inspires me a lot I don't know why like I don't like movies don't really inspire me in general no. not like story wise but filmmaking wise they do because yeah. I some think like, ah, oh, I would love to do something like that as well. Uh, so music is a big one. Sports as well. Uh, sp- yeah, just mm. watching, especially like the Olympic Games Yeah, uh, over the last few weeks. Like, oh my God, it's like, it's like, how do these people do it? Yeah. We actually have a gold medalist in my village. Ah. She, came home, she came home today with her gold medal. She lives next door to the post office. Congrats. There's congrats. loads of people there. What's Apparently, we're having a gold post box. What sport did she uh, participate in? Boxing. She won gold in um, mm. boxing. One of the last medals, like last week or whatever. So yeah. So yeah, I think about it. Like I think like music and sports mostly, mm. and also sports like certain be. just people I know, certain ones. Mm. But yeah, I'm really I'm such a career driven person. Like out in, in my personal life with this. Like, work has always been at my core. Like, as soon as I got my card, we have a card here in the UK, which basically says you have a number, your national insurance number, which basically means when you have a number, you can work. And I remember being, like, 15, because you get it six months before your 16th. And then when you get that, when you had that through the door, you could work. You could legally go to work because you had a tax code and, you know, you was all, you know, registered and stuff like that. So I was so itching to work. Like, whenever I could earn money from, like, a young age, I was just need to work because... Like, I was inspired by my parents, really, as well, because, like, I knew that we had, like, a nice lifestyle. We had, like, holidays every year, and we actually owned, like, a caravan, which we'd go to on weekends. So we had a comfortable lifestyle and, like, nice, you know, cars and stuff. And I just knew that for me to get that, I need to work hard, do you mean, to get this. So, (laughs) you know, other people just massively inspire me. Um, well, well talking about people. those people, like, maybe not, certainly, of course, yeah, my parents inspire me as well, but and other family members but what are some like some famous people say that like you can point to and say like he or she is an inspiration for me like they do something that i want to do and i admire what they do yeah well i think the early 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 on people that really did like you know make an impact on my life was, was like steve jobs my connection with apple just not so much his I guess man management skills in later life, knowing about that, but more his his visionary, like he is, a, he's just a visionary. He's a visionary genius, is what people call him. And the fact that you can have an idea and just that's where the end goal is. The end goal is the iPhone. Can't, mm-hmm. I don't know how to get it right now, but that's what I want to make. I find that so like inspiring to have like a like even when I'm working and I'm doing a project or something like a report, I know what it's going to look like. Like I try and use that as like it's got to look like this it's got to function like this it's got to have this output how i get there i have no idea how to do (laughs) but that's my ultimate like you know from a visionary type of thing like with university it's like you start university 
you want to finish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you mean like that's the goal? You got to finish. You got to pass. So you know what the end goal is. You have a vision, but then how you get there is obviously the thing. So Steve Jobs growing up was massive. Um, when I talk look back then as well, I had um, with my filming like I was well and truly into Star Wars with George Lucas. Just the fact that he he did it when nobody when everyone said he couldn't and he had no money and you know he he basically just did Star Wars because nobody was gonna fund him like that's like most people would like if most people would just be like oh I'm not doing this I can't mm-hmm. do it no one's got faith in me so why should I have faith in myself and he just he said, did it you know goodbye everyone like, I have faith in myself so I think that's such a good trait to have and as you say inspire it does inspire me um, you know the fact that somebody can just get themselves back up when they've kicked down so. Yeah, there's two right off the back. What about what about you? I, I've prepared quite a few, like mm, in some different areas as well. Mm-hmm. From like from like a creative standpoint, like I'm amazed at someone like MKBHD. You know, mm-hmm. I started watching him, and and I think like 2013. So that was just when he about started. Yeah, I like to see how his channel and himself has grown into like this amazing content creator. So it's, it's, for me, it's inspiring to see. And it's something mm. where I think of like, you know, you can just start simple and then get so big, but still keep your, well, it, it still, it still feels like you, you know, like it, it doesn't start to feel like it's fake in that way. And the that's values. what the I really like about him. Uh, yeah. in, in terms of filmmaking, like when I was looking into that and when I did some myself is that of course Spielberg just like mm. I think that man can do anything when it comes to the film but when it comes to like style I really like the work of David Fincher I think if oh, I would make like more movies if I ever do that it would be more of his style mm. so in terms of like a bit darker and I like his cinematography stuff like that I'm yeah. also a really big fan of Barack Obama I think well, of course, he has his weaker points as well, uh, especially yeah. his presidency. But still, I think he's li- he's like a figure that, like, the, yeah. I, even though I'm not American and I, yeah, I've never lived there, but I don't know. He, he feels like just a nice person, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also like someone that's that's like even like children can look up to and he of course also being like the first african-american president yeah. like i don't know I, I feel like he broke some barriers with that and while still being an inspiring person and just a good guy overall cool. uh, when it comes to music uh, yeah just bono and you two in general because i'm a big fan of them bruce springsteen as well mm-hmm. uh, and also one that's also from my youth and now i think she's grown up into someone that's doing even better stuff now is emma watson actually because like i loved harry potter when i was a, a child and i still do i still love the books and the films mm-hmm. um and i yeah i really liked her as a money a money when yeah. i was a kid mm-hmm. um and i liked hermione in general so in the books but right now seeing that she's still like doing acting but also doing work with i believe she did some with the un and like standing up for female rights and equality mm-hmm. and all that it's like wow it's, it's like if you look at most child acts and also like all the other ones like daddy relica would ended up great as well but yeah i feel she's really putting her fame into like a good cause and that's what i really yeah. like about her say with like bono yeah like people shit yeah, on him for like doing some charity work but it's like he's still putting the effort in it he's doing more than 
you complaining about it yeah yeah we have the same year like big man big man united fan and marcus rashford is you know i think there was a chart of something he's donated so much more money than he made in the year or <laughs> something ridiculous like you know he he donated like 125 percent of what he earned last year but then second place was like 22 percent so he like well and truly exceeded his donations yeah but people like that and then you know and then society is just horrible like he misses a penalty in the euros final and then just gets race racial abuse yeah after, the day after you know just shocking i mean absolutely just this you know people in uh, the one minute they're like a national treasure and like a hero and then the next minute they're like vilified it's just really wrong um but yeah he's a massive inspiration for me as well like you know the, the fact that he's a professional footballer which in itself is hard work but he's a good professional footballer he's not like just just a footballer <laughs> you know he's a good one so obviously he's got to work harder but then he's doing all this bits on the side as well like you know to just he just seems to be everywhere he's on like the front of bookstores and stuff like donating books to schools and you know food banks he's been actually doing it with his mum and it's just crazy stuff so yeah he's one massive one i should have mentioned at the beginning but uh right yep. we have one final question left um well we talked about inspiring people but maybe is there something like some some inspired work like maybe some kind of art or something that you can point to and say like oh it's inspiring mm-hmm. um yeah i think we have like um like uh, quite a big company um, that uh, it's like when we've got really like a, I guess like a Steve Jobs or Richard Branson or like you know, somebody really rich in Wales type thing, but like Cardiff, my local city and stuff, it's just it's got this thing about it where it's kind of had a lot of investment recently, and there's a lot of big companies that's been going in there, and it's just quite inspiring. At one point, it didn't really feel like the place that big companies would come to. If you know mm-hmm. what I mean, so it, it's just. I think it's quite mad that, you know, you can kind of change the, an image or a persona or something and then it becomes, I guess, something totally different, if, if you know what I mean, from explaining that right. But yeah, so like, it's just inspiring to see like what that's, what, what's, what has come of it, even though you never thought it would, if that makes sense. <laughs> Don't know if that really makes sense, but um, hey-ho, I'll ride with it. Um the same thing with like i said earlier like the girl in my in our village today you know what i mean she just came home with a gold medal on you know she it was on the news and she said something like i'm by the time i'm 21 or whatever she, she is i want to play for wales for football i want to do something else can't remember what it was but i also want to get a gold medal and she's got all three of all three of them and she's like 22 something like that, 23 like who says that like 15 like i want to do these three things like play for your country win a gold medal in olympics and actually like do it like you know like how inspiring can you get like you know yeah people who have the balls to say it like over here as well we have one uh athletes um she also participated in the olympics uh mm. sifan hassan she did like um running yeah in the stadium i believe like 1500 meters and 10 kilometers um, but she actually she was a refugee. She came here from Ethiopia, I believe, in 2008. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, like she settled, she settled here. She was in like um, a refugee camp for a while, and now she has her passport and everything. And she participated in the Olympics, and like it's like it's insane what she did there. She won like gold. Like mm-hmm. one race, she fell down uh, at the start of the race, and then 
still managed to win the entire race. So she catched Whoa. up with the whole group. So that's one yeah. sporting example that I'm always inspired by. Yeah. But, but yeah, more about the thing. It's like mm. I'm, I don't know why, but I've also always been enthralled by um, a, a painting from Vincent from Go, uh, Vincent van Gogh, the Dutch painter. Yeah. Um, whom also I. I, I watched a documentary or a series about his life once. It was like, wow, this is like an amazing story that this man had. Mm. That he had like no recognition until he passed away. But like the one painting, um, st- the Starry Night one. I don't oh, know, I know. If, if you know it. Yeah, I know. I think, yeah. yeah, I don't know why. I always loved that painting. And it's mm. even like a copy of it is hanging above my bed right now. So it's like it, it's, I think it's such a beautiful work of art, and mm. always when I look at this, it, was like wow, it's like he just made mm. that, and he got no recognition for it until he passed away. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's a beautiful painting, and I even saw it for real when I was in New York. Mm. I went to the Museum of Modern Art, and it was hanging there. I didn't expect it there at all. I was thinking it was hanging something here in the Netherlands, but it was actually in New York. So it's mad, it? like like you say, like how different would his life have been if he knew what his success was or if he had success when he was alive because he could have had him you know yeah i read i don't know much of the story of him but you know could he have lived longer i guess or well he, he committed suicide i believe oh yeah but that's what i mean that maybe he may have thought his life was worth living more or something you know i don't know it's a beautiful song about it as well from don mclean okay vincent it's called it's a really vincent. beautiful song so yeah, that's about it. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's worth discussing our next subject because there is going to be a, a season break. We're not sure when we're going to be back, but I don't think it will be that long, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, get, I think we could make an announcement based on the new show that could be coming yeah. in September. I'll, well. I'll leave that's... it up to you. Okay, so as we've touched upon over the episodes over the past, um, me and Bram are big Apple fans, and we're going to start a second show. Uh, the show is going to be called Apple Juice. Um, so we're going to talk about all the juicy Apple news. Um, we have yet to decide on like the format of the show. Like We've got this format, but you know, it's going to be very much news-focused and I guess probably topical, talking about you know things that's happened in the news as well as things that maybe we've been a bit more interested in and i think it's going to be quite good to have a bit more of a fine line of technology chat on a tech focused show but then this show being more maybe some history as well you know yeah of course we're you know we're going to go into all of our technology interests and relating to apple over there and and then over here we'll we'll keep it more you know the stuff that we are not so techie about not so techie on you i guess so um it's exciting you know and i think we're aiming to probably well, we're hoping to actually stream that one and do videos and do certain like little clips on YouTube. So we're trying something out. We may then make from across the pond like that, but we'll see how it uh, how it goes, I guess. So if there's demand for it, we could be doing from across the pond live. So taking questions live or something could be quite a cool thing to do at the end of the show. Um, people can see us record. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, that's that's we're going to aim to launch it around the week of the Apple event, which is yep. due middle of September. So yeah, stay tuned. Right, that's a big sneak peek at what we're doing next. Mm-hmm. For now, I would like to thank you, James, for uh, your participation and for the listeners uh, for listening. Yes, and yes. Uh, we'll see you again soon. Uh, be that in Apple Juice or be that in season three of From Across the Pond. Yes. 
which I'm guessing release date probably end of September, mid September. Yeah, maybe 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 earlier. Mm-hmm. We'll see, we'll see. But we got plenty of uh, have a little break, get some more topics, and um, yeah, we'll be back recording before you know it. That's right. And thank you for listening. And well, you'll hear from us back again relatively soon. Yep. Bye bye. Bye.